0: Hello and welcome to the Israel Daily News podcast. I'm your host, Shannafold. I'm here to give you the headlines so you can get caught up quickly. You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Monday, February first, twenty twenty-one. Now, let's get to the news. Breaking news today, though, it seems most outlets are not giving it too much attention, and I don't know why. Israel's lockdown is now extended until Friday at 7 o'clock in the morning, and Ben-Gurion International Airport, Israel's only international airport, will continue to be closed until Sunday. The government was meant to reconvene on Thursday, which didn't happen. Rumors are floating around that the cabinet members simply did not show up. Then, as the lockdown was fleeting away at 12 midnight, the gang got together and decided to keep it under lock. Prime Minister Netanyahu's office released the information early Monday morning, so this morning. It means non-essential businesses and schools will remain closed. Four weeks of lockdown has not helped the country bring down the covid rate as much as expected cabinet members have meetings this week to decide whether or not to extend the lockdown even farther and how they will decipher which israelis will be allowed back in for specific humanitarian purposes the criteria has not been fully agreed upon but here are some of the ideas People will be allowed back for essential medical treatment that cannot be delayed, attending a funeral of a first-degree relative, if a first-degree relative is in an accident or suffers a sudden injury, for essential workers in Israel who cannot work remotely, and diplomatic and government representatives who left Israel for a short time. The panel is also going to be thinking of other humanitarian exceptions that might come their way. Starting tomorrow or Tuesday, those entering the country will be forced to stay in a state-run COVID-19 hotel. Sunday morning, officials also doubled fines for anyone breaking lockdown rules. The head of the health ministry says 40% of current COVID-19 infections are being found in children and teenagers. That's never been the case before. The number of people aged 40 to 60 who are using ventilators to breathe has multiplied by six. A relative of mine says she knows nearly 10 pregnant women who are in the hospital on ventilators at the current moment. Some more big news. In an online ceremony hosted earlier today, the Republic of Kosovo formally established diplomatic relations with Israel. It was originally planned to take place in an in-person event in Jerusalem, But due to the recent closure of Ben-Gurion Airport, the ceremony was held virtually, using Zoom. Can you imagine? It's a new world when two countries form ties in an online ceremony. The opening of formal ties between Israel and Kosovo comes as part of a larger agreement brokered by the former Trump administration to improve business connections between Kosovo and Serbia from which Kosovo declared independence in 2008. Now, Serbia still doesn't recognize this independence. In this agreement, not only did Kosovo agree to normalize relations with Israel, but also both Balkan states committed to opening embassies in Jerusalem. Kosovo has announced plans to open its embassy in July and has already identified a location. It would be the third country in the world behind the United States and Guatemala to place its embassy in Jerusalem and would even be the first Muslim-majority country to do so. Although brokered by the previous Trump administration, the agreement is supported by U.S. President Joe Biden and his administration. Now, a little piece of history for you. There were 500 Jews that did live in the Kosovo area during World War II. It became occupied by Nazis, and almost every one of those 500 Jews were sent off to concentration camps. I'm going to take a moment away from the news to ask you to support this show. You can send over a monthly contribution if you're enjoying this report, and think that it brings you value. There's a link in the show notes on the podcast where you can send a 5 or $10 monthly contribution to support the work that goes into this. The site is anchor.fm backslash Israel Daily News backslash support. That's anchor.fm backslash Israel Daily News backslash support. You can also refer this show to two friends or leave a review of it on Apple Podcasts. Also, follow us at IsraelDaily.News on Instagram, as well as ShannaFuld, that's S-H-A-N-N-A-F-U-L-D. My name is spelt with two N's in it, and I'm very sensitive about that. Now, let's get back to the news. Long-time politician Moshe Ya'alon, who I have met and interviewed during my weekly Happy Hour talk series, is removing himself from the political arena, Ya'alon previously worked as the country's chief of staff for the Israel Defense Forces. He announces he will not be running in the impending March election with his party, called Telem. He says that Israel must battle for change and that it would be best for him to remove himself. Ya'alon says his preference for the good of the country precedes his desire for any personal benefit and that it has always been that way for him. He said that he believed that by running independently with Telem he could increase the power of the political camp, which is pushing for change. But it seems that he's wrong, and he will not be running. Yalon is known for supporting settlement building in the West Bank, being tough on Iran, and even calling former U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry messianic and obsessive in 2014. 57-year-old Ziv Yafi has been identified as the first person in Israel to test positive twice and this time he's got the new variant of COVID-19 which was initially found in South Africa. This was ultimately after he had recovered from COVID months back. Cases like this contribute to the growing concern from Israeli health officials that the vaccines currently being administered in Israel and around the world could be less effective against newer, more contagious strains of the virus. However, some researchers are encouraged by Yafi's case since he remained virtually asymptomatic during his second infection. Although there is not enough evidence to confirm it yet, Professionals believe that with the presence of antibodies, newly infected people will likely experience less severe symptoms, and in some cases, there may be a lower risk of them spreading the virus to others. Israel's Maccabi Healthcare Services shows that Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine is 92% effective in real life. So not just based on lab trials. Out of 163,000 vaccinated Israelis, only 31 have been diagnosed with COVID-19 in their first 10 days after full-strength protection was supposed to have been achieved. Believed to be approximately one week after receiving that second shot... When Maccabi compared infection results to a similar population who had not yet been vaccinated, they found that unvaccinated Israelis were 11 times more likely to be diagnosed. Pfizer's clinical trial results concluded their vaccine was 95% effective, According to the infectious diseases specialist Professor Ayal Leshem from Sheba Medical Center in Ramat Gan, the 3% difference in the data makes sense since there's always a percentage of error. Just this morning, the Israeli Ministry of Health released figures saying more than a third of the population has received their first vaccine shot and approximately 19% have been given their second. So a lot of people are getting this vaccine in Israel and it is seeming to be a great measure of protection according to the data that is rolling out. All right, well that's it for today's news. Today is Monday, February 1st, 2021. Tel Aviv has a low of 14 degrees Celsius and a high of 25 degrees. That's 57 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 77 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. I am everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. You'll also get the Cliff Notes version of our original stories, investigations, and interviews. You can sign up by using the link in the show notes at anchor.fm backslash Israel Daily News. Thank you to Benny Forstad and Aaron Rain for your contributions to the research and writing. I'll send you off today with a song that got sent to us by One of Israel's music agents. It's a new one called Exactly Like Me by Tal Bello. Bello says this song is about saying everything that's in your heart in order to build a healthy couple. Thank you, Tal. Have a great and productive week.
1: The words, the words, the words are coming from the heart of my heart. Say, don't we have the same age. To change your mind ma Tell me already what you need But it's what you want Tell me already to all your friends There's no one yet, you don't even the If you were not, I took my air to sleep in the streets of Arcelia When the end The end of us So I'm a ta tagini kbal lkol you come onni o mamash No, it's not. What I know.
0: What I've
1: been not